If you're currently pregnant or looking to start a family soon or add to your family soon and you're wondering how much maternity leave to actually take, this episode is for you. So grab a cup of tea, get a little bit cozy and join me as we talk all things maternity leave. Pull up a seat at our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick-ass mama and a kick-ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this and with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week, a mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. So when it comes to your maternity leave, how do you make this decision? Look, it's hard. Let's not sugarcoat anything. I've had two very different experiences with both of my boys, but both times I was self-employed and the maternity leave I was able to take looked different both times. With Spencer, the first time around, I didn't plan to take any. I thought that... I loved what I did so much and I had weddings booked so far in advance that I couldn't take any. I used to be a wedding photographer for those of you that don't know and so couples have booked my services for their special day 18 months, two years in advance sometimes and it was a very personalized service so I didn't feel comfortable letting anybody do it on my behalf. And so when Spencer arrived, I just kept going. I remember sitting in the hospital within 12 hours of welcoming him into our lives and replying back to client emails on my computer, replying back to client emails on my phone. I then was shooting weddings straight away. That really impacted the experience that I had becoming a mum. That first initial entrance into motherhood was one that was really challenging for me. Not only was my body recovering and was I trying to learn about this new little person and what they needed from me to survive and thrive. I also was trying to learn how to breastfeed, which I don't know about you, but that definitely did not come natural to me. It wasn't as natural as I thought it would be. I thought it would be almost like a body response, right? Like a automatic response that as women, we just knew how to do, but that was not the case for me or for most people I talked to actually. And so this whole period was filled with anxiousness, stress, exhaustion, frustration. I felt lost. I felt confused. I didn't really have any direction or purpose and it impacted everything. Of course, Spencer's now a beautiful four-year-old boy and we have a great relationship, but I do feel that not being able to take that precious fourth trimester, that time away with him when he was first born, impacted my bond that I had with him as a baby. If you are pregnant or planning to be and have no idea how that might look as a self-employed business owner, I've got you. I want to introduce you to the Pregnant CEO Virtual Summit. That's right. This episode is sponsored by me. Not sure if that's a thing, but in case this will help you, I have to let you know. I've been where you are. 
pregnant and self-employed, uncertain, unsure, and quietly freaking the fuck out. Happy, but freaking out nonetheless. So this year, I've created something pretty damn special. A free virtual summit hosting the most incredible speakers, sharing knowledge and insight that will help you plan for this. Every single topic will empower you to plan and fund your own parental leave so that you can not only take time off to be with your new baby, but you'll be able to return to a business that is profitable and thriving when you're ready. My wish for you is to feel confident in your future as a mama and as a business owner. Don't miss out on the Pregnant CEO Summit from the 2nd to the 5th of May. For more info and to register for your free ticket, head to www.thepregnantceo.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. The second time around with Sam was different, intentionally so. I was very intentional about wanting to take the fourth trimester off. So I had three months carved out of maternity leave that I financially was set up to do. I was excited to have this special time knowing as well that Sam was going to be our last baby. We only want the two children, the two boys. And so I knew this was the last kind of chance I had to enjoy this experience. So I really wanted to make sure I made the most of it. So Sam came into the world and my following three months was almost blissful. He was a different baby. He slept a lot easier, a lot more. He fed a lot easier. He was just, he was just a lot easier. And of course, the caveat being that you know what you're doing the second time around, right? You know exactly what to expect and you can anticipate things a lot easier. So the second time I I think generally is normally easier for a lot of women, but the choice of taking maternity leave was one that I'm so glad that I made and I'm so glad that I made happen. However, at the end of the three months, I didn't put much planning into what was going to come next. I didn't put much intention or thinking behind what that might look like or what I was going to go back to. Of course, All of this happened in the pandemic and during that time, weddings weren't going ahead. So my business really just died, even though, you know, I'd had it for a decade, but we ended up relocating to live closer to family. And I just didn't have it in me at that point to restart my business all over again. So I decided to close the curtain on that chapter. So that had sort of happened while I was pregnant. Sam arrived. I focused on him. We had a beautiful three months. But then at the end of that, I was a little bit lost again. I felt like my identity as a mum of two and as a business owner and all of that had kind of shifted because I didn't know what to focus on. I didn't know what I was going to do. So both challenging in their own way. And I suppose I'm sharing this because I want you to realize that every single experience is different. So if you're expecting your first child, if you're expecting your fourth child, the experience that you're going to have welcoming that new little person into your life is going to be different. Nothing's going to be the same, just like no baby's the same. They're their unique little beings. So please, when you're thinking about taking maternity leave, I would encourage you to consider to build in some flexibility. My recommendation with all of my clients and with everyone that I generally work with is to plan for that three month mark, to plan for 12 weeks. It doesn't mean you have to take it. I love to work with women over their pregnancy to set them up so that they have the option to take that much time if they want it. And then giving themselves the permission to reevaluate that once the little one has made it earthside, to see when they feel like coming back to work, when they have the creative energy, when they have the drive, when they are excited to get back into work, because that's what we're aiming for. We are trying to release that pressure, that stress, that tension of having a date or having not enough maternity leave so that you are forced to go back because nobody works well in that kind of energy. And that is my whole entire mission behind the pregnant CEO, behind this business that I've started 
started to help women plan and fund their own maternity leave. Not saying you'll need 12 weeks, not saying that everyone needs three months. Some will. Some might need a little longer. Some might only need a month. Every single woman is different. And so I want you to remember that as you're planning how long to take. There's no cookie cutter answer. It's going to be different for everyone. But really think about it. Really think about what your life looks like. Think about the support that you're going to have when that baby arrives home from the hospital. Think about the community that you might have built around you. Think about the transition for you. What is it going to look like? Do you have other children? Do you have other responsibilities? What is going to be needed from you. And also, you know yourself better than anybody. How do you react well with less sleep, with more pressure, with more things on your mind? How do you how do you perform when you're under a little bit of stress, when you're trying to multitask? Because that's one thing that took me by surprise was that whole idea of being sleep deprived, but to like the next level. I'd been tired before. I'd had all-nighters before. I'd worked hard late at night before. I'd done all of those things. And I thought that I knew how tired I would feel, but there is nothing that could have prepared me for the feeling of complete exhaustion that comes when you've birthed a baby and then you have to look after them straight away, right? So as a little example, Spencer was born at like 9pm at night. It was quite an arduous labor. It went for, I want to say about 15 hours. I was induced at like 6am that morning. They broke my waters and he was born at nine o'clock at night. It wasn't all bad. I had a great birthing experience, but it was a big day. And then I don't know, I never really considered the fact that I wouldn't get to rest afterwards. So I birthed him and had a shower. He then did doze once he was all sorted out. He did go to sleep, but he was taken down into the special needs nursery, the special care nursery, because he had to be vacuumed out at the end. So he had this massive bruise on his forehead. So they took him down to keep an eye on that. And so that meant that every two hours I had to get up, waddle down to the special needs nursery and try and get him to feed. So not only was I exhausted from this massive effort of 15 hours of labor and being pregnant for nine months, which is exhausting in itself, as anyone would attest to, but then to not get to rest after that, to have to then get up every two hours. I had a nurse come in every two hours to make sure I was waddling down there to try to get him to feed, which of course it's your new baby, but that was the start of sleep deprivation. And then when we got home, Spencer was very unsettled and he still isn't a great sleeper, but the level of exhaustion was almost like a form of torture. And so trying to work in that, in the middle of that, you're never going to produce your best work when you're that exhausted. I'm telling you these things because I want you to keep all of this in mind when you're thinking about how long you might want to take away from the business. Again, you might not have this experience. You might have a short labor and a great sleeper, but in case you don't, plan for the flexibility, plan to have the buffer there just in case you need it. So I want to leave you with this. My recommendation is always 12 weeks. Plan for 12 weeks if you're self-employed. We can make this happen. It is more than doable. I do it with all of my clients. There are ways that we can make this work for you. Aim for 12 weeks, but give yourself grace and flexibility to wind it back if you don't feel like you need it or to start back earlier or to start dabbling in things or you set the rules. You started this business. You set the rules. You are the business owner. This is not a job. This is your business. So make sure you remember that when you are figuring out what to do next, when you're figuring out when you want to return from maternity leave, plan for 12 weeks. And then if you want to change that, change it. If you want to go back earlier, do it. If you want to take a little bit longer, 
do it. This is your life. We only get one. And I am so passionate about helping you live it on your own terms. So I hope you found that helpful. Please don't hesitate to reach out if you do need support, if you want help to figure out what's right for you. I'm only an email or a DM away and I would love to hear from you. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are, but if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged, or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you, and I promise that's little old me in my inbox, and I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. And lastly, don't forget about the free Pregnant CEO Summit I'm hosting in May if that's something that might benefit you. For more info and to register your attendance, visit www.thepregnantceo.com. My personal goal is to change 2,000 women's lives through the summit. If you're pregnant or planning to be, I'd love to include you in that tally. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now.